watching Chopped. The TV is not loading. What the fuck is going on? Jesus Christ. Alright, so in keeping with everything I hate, this episode is also a special episode. And by this episode, I mean Chopped. And by this episode, I also mean Chapped. I'm Julianne Papelka. This is Chapped. This is a championing chat about Chopped Champions and losers. This is Chapped. I'm your chap. I'm gonna chap some hides. And today, we've got purple chef's jackets on. Why? Because they're all cooking cakes. It's a sweet treat round, which is gross. I don't like sweets. Diabetes runs in my family. They don't taste good on my tongue. I don't like them in my mouth. And when they are in my tummy, cooking and gurgling, makes me a little bit sick sick. First, we have a lady with short hair. She did describe herself as wacky. She has a black market bakery, as she calls it, which I assume she's not selling her treats tax-free on the black market. So first, this goes to her for being a poser. Next, we have a heavily tattooed, bespectacled man. A little portly, you know, but in a cute way. He's doing kind of like a slow motion shaker shake of powdered sugar over loaf loaf muffins. And now he's cutting through a banana bread and uh, showing it kind of like, ooh, look me. But there's nothing inside of it. That would be much more impressive if it was a cupcake that was filled or if this loaf bread was filled. Now, oh my god, all these chefs are doing that stupid flower throw, kind of like it's a flick of the wrist through the hand. Okay, this woman, number three, is the first one who I have actually liked her look me. She just did some uh, kind of glazing of some croissants. Croissants are very hard to make. And she also did one more thing, but I've already forgotten about it. Now we got another short-haired lady. She looks like someone I used to ride bikes with, and she has a very, is that a piercing or a mole right in between, you know, the little, like, kiss divot? Mm. She's got a big black mark that looks like the black seeds that she's sprinkling on her cake. Her look me is kind of like a funky disaster of a cake where you don't fully buttercream it. You, it's called like a naked cake. And then she did like splashes of green and blue on there. And I don't think it looked so good. So definitely the second woman, third contestant. She's got braids. She's got some sort of African print headband. She is also bespectacled and she has no strange piercings slash moles to distract me. Let's get it cooking. The hands are on the baskets. We're gonna open them 
up. Spread them. It's some stuff. We got laughter. We got a head back. We got a mouth to the face. We have a naked cake. Oh my god. Did I not just talk about a naked cake? It's a cake with a thin layer of buttercream and then two water lilies adorned, two-tiered, squid ink, very salty, very mm, oceanic in taste, and it's black, raspberries, and honeycomb tripe, la tripa. So are they making sweets or are they making an appetizer? Because la tripa and the squid ink are throwing me for a loop, as I'm sure they are throwing everyone for a loop. We do have a guest judge, and unlike normal guest judges, I'm happy to see her. It's Sylvia Weinstock, famous cake decorator, huge, and also what I really like about her is that she does not use fondant, fondant. She only uses buttercream to decorate, and her cakes are flawless. You would think it's fondant, fondant. Somebody tell me how to pronounce it. Sylvia got her signature big circular glasses. Alex Guarnaschelli dyed her hair. It's straight tonight, and it's like light brown with a reddish tinge into it. Three out of our four contestants are rocking glasses. Interesting. Now, do they not want contacts? Is it just too hard to be in a kitchen with contacts on? Number one, the one that described herself as wacky, She's got kind of a Justin Bieber circa 2005 swoop, and it's covering half of her face. And I just don't know how she can work like this. She's putting slop into cupcake molds. Some sort of raspberry cupcake, I guess. What's she going to do with the trepo? What's she going to do with the squid ink? I don't know why you wouldn't mix that squid ink very very carefully into a batter i think you could really do something interesting you would get a lovely blackness it's not too oceanic oh and listen sylvia judge is saying she would like to see it marbleized into some sort of cake batter so i'm despite being an absolute cake hater i'm still killing it now what you gonna do with the tripa? Funny face piercing. God, I hope it's a face piercing and not a mole. She did what Sylvia just wanted to see, which is marble eyes. Ryan Butler, pastry chef and owner. Cornmeal cupcake with squid ink, raspberry buttercream, some kind of jam. He's taking the buttercream directly off of the Nike cake, dropping the squid ink into the buttercream, the butter queen. The buttercream queen. Cornmeal cake going about three quarters full into the cupcake cups. Slip it in the oven, set it and forget it. We got cold butter and cream. Ashley Davis, head baker. She's making a meringue. Interesting. Now, which is, is it a Swiss meringue when it's whites? Or Italian meringue when they use the, I don't know the difference. They all got egg whites. Oh, jeez, I just made this. I made an asshole out of myself. There's a difference between a Swiss and Italian meringue, right? God damn it, do I have to look this up? How can I be an accurate critic if I don't want the fuck I'm talking about? Okay, Alex is talking with her hands. She also looks like she's wearing a winter coat of 
flush. But I guess they're in New York. Shit's cold right now. Ain't cold where I'm at. Though that said, I have one. This is a special night. Because normally, I'm healthy. Tonight, well, I'm sick. Okay, we got tripe being diced fine on someone's station. We got raspberries in one pan, balsamic, sugar, molasses, maple syrup. Someone's candying the tripa. Fry that shit, idiots. Clearly you guys aren't savory chefs. You are doing bad job at handling this tripa. And somebody's gonna get dinged on it. I think you could do a delightful play on an actual honeycomb. You cut a round out of the tripa, flour it, drop it in the fryer, get it crispy, and then drizzle it with honey. And what, some like, we got raspberries? How about some thyme? Ugh, yeah. Now we've got something delicious. But instead, you guys are showing your hand that pastry can't do savory. You have no sense of crossover. And I'm embarrassed to look at you. Coming on a little strong. But traditionally, I'm pretty anti-pastry. With the exception of yeasted treats. That is a completely different science. It takes know-how and patience and trial and error. And there are living cultures and proofing that can go so awry. So far, two thumbs down. And we're back. I'm not happy about it. Even the banners on the show have been zhuzhed up to fit the motif of sweets. They're brown with sprinkles. Rachel is the wacky black market chef. Bridget, or is it Brigitte? Uh, Her last name is Ogre. I'm sure she got bullied for that as a kid. It doesn't help that she's kind of gone with a uh, brutish facade when it comes to her exterior. Maybe she's just leaning into it. Like, yeah, bitch. Skin's green. Always been green. What is going on? Are these little tripe balls? Or somebody making, like, what the fuck am I looking at? Corn cereal? I take the naked cake and I make it smoky. So, Ashley. Oh my god, is it Ashley? God damn it. If her name is fucking Ashley. (laughs) It's spelled Asha-L-A. There's no umlauts. It's gotta be Asha-Lay. But if it's Ashley... God damn it. Uh, Black Market Wacky doing a bad job. Brigitte actually put together a nice cupcake. The man put a truffle on top of a cupcake. We do have one that's being torched. These do not look appetizing. Ashley's plate is nice, but I'm biased. Just hating the law of what I see. She did just put raw raspberries on a plate, which is not good enough by chop standards. Wacky has like a light chocolate mousse with 
is it like a squid ink caramel like a brittle i take it back about brigitte's cupcake it looked nice until she kind of oozed some brown sauce over it to kind of take away from the cute and polished presentation she had going for her until she put that on there all right now we're at the judges table thank god Mm, and we're just revisiting our ingredients and now we have a man presenting a cupcake cornmeal cupcake with squid ink buttercream and raspberry tripe jam we didn't talk about the bonbon looks like he's getting some good marks things like not too sweet it is moist and i do like corn muffins alex marcelli saying it's reading breakfast to me the crunch of the cereal is that a chocolate ribbon yes it's a chocolate ribbon i think all that buttons up and it makes me want to eat it where i'm sort of lost is the tripe this is all words from alex guarnaschelli he's losing points because he didn't do enough with the tripe and as he should cupcake with squid ink meringue and candied tripe okay we got to cut through the cupcake uh, taking a bite. Sylvia just eating straight off the knife. There's limited things you can do, and I think it's a surprise taking the tripe and saying, oh, I know, I'll candy it and put it on top of a cupcake is off the charts creativity, is what Alex Guarnaschelli is saying. I got a lot of spit in my mouth tonight, and I think it's because I can't breathe out of my nose. The normal circular breathing required to do this is not an option. All right, now we have a cupcake with raspberry compote and squid ink toffee with what? That mousse on the side? I think it's weird when they have this prominent display on their plate. They don't reference it in what they're talking it. Um, I think Sylvia likes the squid ink toffee and so does Chris Santos, our third judge tonight. Turning the squid ink into toffee is brilliant on many levels, is what Alex is saying. The tripe is a big party flaw. And by flaw, I mean foul. And by foul, I mean bird. It's a big party bird. It's big bird on drugs. She's talking about... uh She's talking about her life, which is not good generally that means maybe they're not going to stick around squid ink marble cupcake with raspberry frosting from brigitte again presentation bad she had this beautifully piped pinkish cream on top Um, the marbling on the cupcake is pretty nice but then she just put brown slop on top chris is saying he likes the balsamic with the tripe your cupcake has good flavor the amount of squid ink is troublesome. They're saying that the squid ink out of the jar, she basically, she didn't like cut the squid ink. She just put full on squid ink in the cupcake and then baked it. And they're saying it just intensified that squiddy brine and maybe it's a little off putting. So, oh man, again with that spit mouth. So that's it. Who did the worst? Who did the best? hard to say because everybody did the same thing nobody did that great at least from what i can see i'm going to bed early tonight am i gonna take a sleepy time night night pill probably at this next commercial break and i can just ease into the rest of my night which includes going to bed 
next to the black cat, who is my son, Mr. Jackson. And we're back, and we're chopping, and much to my surprise, it's Brigitte. It's Funky Face Pearson. It's the ogre. Oh, she got a bottom like she works in pastry, if you know what I mean. She's taking full-size bites as samples. Uh, she got chopped because of the squidding being uncut. Fair. It's fair. All right. All right, round two. The baskets are open. The baskets? What did I just say? Baskets are open. We got a drip cake, which is a cake who has, it's like a like super liquidy ganache on top that drips down the sides and hardens. We got figs. If I had to say what kind of fig, I would say it's a black mission. Now we got tomato soup condensed and the guy's saying it's gonna make a nice glaze and Swiss shard. Are they supposed to make a cake in every round? 45 minutes on the clock. Oh, it must be because, oh, they have to make a bunt cake. Okay, so they do have specific instructions. Perhaps if I paid attention instead of just mindlessly talking shit, I would know. So we got one person at least making mini bunts and they do take longer because the batter is deeper is what Alex is saying. And Wacky Chef is saying you got to keep him simple. 45 minutes is definitely cutting it close. Ooh, I would love to see that tomato mixed into the cake. I had tomato chocolate bundt cake with caramelized figs from Rachel the Wacky Chef station. That sounds great. I was in Japan. I had a tomato beer. It was the most delicious thing I've ever drank. I am thinking about it right now. We were in Yokohama at this weird strip of small bars where each max five person bar, they're so tiny, big as a closet bar. And this guy is like an international beer person. Whatever. Sakatumi bunt cake with fig streusel and tomato chard glazed from is Ashley. I should turn the volume up to just get that clarification, but okay, so tomato soup going into a pan. Gotta cook it down. It'll get sweeter the more you cook it. This was shard. If you make a carrot cake, you go a little bit vegetable, the shard, bring the carrot. This is what Alex is thinking about doing. All I gotta say is I love to see that tomato in the cake. Oh, it would be so good. Shard and fed fig bunt cake with tomato and yogurt cream so this guy he's putting the shard and the figs directly into the tiny bunts uh he's let's see he quartered the figs pretty big chunk of fig and then he just kind of chopped up the shard and put it in there to bake as well i don't know about that unless you're going savory i would love to see a savory preparation but the smart thing to do would be to take those stems and pickle them but in a sweet pickle you make a relish that would be quite light quite light because it's gonna get your head scratching you're thinking it's shit's so good it's quite nice it was quite nice is what i meant to say but i'm an idiot 
All right, we've got some pecans being chopped up. Pecans, pecans, working on a streusel to top the bundt cake for the crunch factor is what she's talking about. And this is like harkening back to season one where we've got uh, Ted Allen in the kitchen talking to him as they're cooking. He stopped doing that pretty much immediately. And I think maybe it's because Sylvia's in there. She likes to get into it. She did that, I think, on Nailed It Too. She gets in the mix. She took a taste of the one batter and she's telling him to put some pepper in it. And then Ted says, you're not allowed to help them. Now he's saying, oh. (laughs) He puts sugar, salt, and a crack of black pepper, which is exactly what Sylvia said he should do. And then Ted said, you can't help him. Ryan likes his torch, is what someone said. Talking shit. It ain't me. We got bubbles boiling down. Dark chocolate in the bunt cakes. Chocolate heavy cream. It's looking not so great. A little orange. Uh, there it's getting a little glossier. It was looking grainy. She had some dark chocolate with cream. Tomato soup. And then add powdered sugar. Traditional glaze with the shard. That could be nice. Is she going to make them kind of like pretty? Like you take a like crunch into it. Whoa, three minutes left already? That was quick. 45 minutes goes by fast when there's good editors doing all the work for you. I wonder what kind of refreshments they give the judges. The streusel is being mixed up in the in the baking tin on Ashley's side. Um, speckled bun cakes coming out of the wacky ladies things. She's got the compote in the middle of it and then drizzling it with looks like a caramel. Quite a lovely dainty little fig and thing expression from the man streusel on top chocolate glaze on top one little bonbon from i guess from the top of the cake glaze streusel glaze streusel sylvia's doing a slow clap god damn it my s's tonight are dying slow clap from sylvia and now i rest full disclosure I'm recording almost horizontal laying in bed tonight. I'm so fucking tired. I'm sick. I got a cold. I won't go to bed. But I do it. I do this. Because it's important. And we're back. Let's chop. Let's cut through this cake. Let's find out who. It's kind of a hard show to watch because baking is... It's kind of set and forget it. Corn bunk cake with pig and pecan streusel. I I messed that one up. Fig and pecan streusel. Corn is my favorite bread, is what she said. The texture is nice. The cake is delicious, is what Sylvia's saying. And Alex is saying, this is really good cake. I boiled the Swiss chard and took the liquid from that and added it to loosen up the tomato sauce. I think chard infused water to the tomato soup diluted the taste of the tomato. Streusel is amazing, is what Chris is saying. Cake is nice. Went really well. So, uh oh, though. Ted's asking what she'd do with the money. Oh, this is a tournament? Aww. She's saying she wants to host classes somewhere. People can learn about food. She wants to give back. 
bitch. That shit is a canned ass response. You doing the same thing we're all doing with the money. Blowing it on cocaine and prostitutes. Okay, caramelized figs on a cake with the orange ganache. Delicious is what Sylvia said. I like the color. I like the fruit. There is kind of like a puddle on the bottom. The cake is polka dot. I could eat the whole thing is what Sylvia is saying though. I've got a heavy investment in size 4. Shit. I give this a 10 out of 10. 10? Fuck! I give this a 10 out of 10. Slam dunk is what Alex said. Shard and fig bunt cake with tomato yogurt glaze from the man. I think the fig and the shard together in the cake is nice. They're both grassy and kind of vegetal. I think having them inside of your cake was creative. Those were Alex's words. And she likes it that the dish is not overly sweet. The presentation is simple. It's just a cake on a plate. And it's not in the center of the plate. It's slightly offset. As if to say, I was going to put something else, like dot a few items to kind of counterbalance the negative negative space on the plate, but I didn't. Instead, I'm just going to give you a slightly off-center bunt cake. In a way, y'all go. Take your purple asses, take them home, I don't want to see you anymore. Loving the kind of neck situations I'm seeing here. Um, because we've got a serious lack thereof. We've got a lot of frowns tonight, too. For people who work with sugar, y'all ain't so happy. Sylvia looks depressed. She is... It looks like she had a long night last night, and this is the last place she wants to be. And we're back. Hopefully for the final time. I mean, we still have one more round to go. So, there's at least one more commercial break. But, we're in the home stretch. My ass is cold. Oh! Ashley, you're out of here. That's crazy. They loved her cake. Oh... They just didn't think. Interesting. I guess when you have a round where everyone makes a good cake, they have to get you on technicalities. And she didn't utilize the basket ingredients the way the rest of them did. She did go heavy on the pecans for the streusel. Ooh, she pissed. She's sad. Um, she's saying she's got motivation to move forward towards her dreams. Good. All right. I always think it's funny when the odds are stacked against the men. They had started with three women, one man, and it's going to be a man that wins it. It's fucking whack. God, I've been cursing a lot tonight. Tell me why, God. Okay. Now they have to make an ultimate layer cake. They have a mirror-glazed cake. This cake is turquoise, shiny, with fruit on top. The mirror glaze. Then we have crunchy cheese curls, more commonly known as Cheetos. But they can't say Cheetos on this show. They don't have the rights. We got bloobs. That's what I call blueberries. And duck fat. Oh, 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 oh my god. 
this one's so good. Just a fucking big ass thing of duck fat. Okay. So, I mean, can you make a duck fat based cake with, I mean, you have, you have obviously have fresh blueberries, citrus chiffon cake with blueberry compote and cheese curdle brittle. And by curdle, I mean curl. Duck fat in the batter at the man station. He's got it on a one of those shallow but big baking trays. He's got blueberries in the pan with sugar. She's got blueberries in the pan with lemon juice. She's doing lemon blueberry layer cake with cheese curl streusel. Now we did just see someone get chopped for streusel, so I think that's a bit of a bold move. She's talking about increasing the acidity. She also has the big can of plate. And by can of plate, I mean big pan going into the oven. She took the mirror glaze off of the cake, melted it down, and then mixed it with the blueberry compote. And then we just did have like a quick jump cut to Chris Santos shaking his head. So maybe that was a good idea on her part. We do have one cake coming out of the oven on the man's station. I think he's going to just cut it up, layer it up. He's got some yogurt to quote unquote add some nice acidity. And he's taking the cake, cutting it into a circle. And then now he's taking the cake that he made and cutting that into a circle. And he's just layering it up round by round, piping it on. Now this is interesting. He's just taking the cake that was already made and then just adding it to the cake that he made. He's got it stacked pretty high. He's got it in a ring mold. He's putting it into the blast chiller, I assume, so it can set up and he can frost it without it melting everything. Makes sense. She's using a much larger ring mold. So maybe she's gonna do less layers. She's making a curd, yolks, lemon juice, duck fat, um, in replacement of butter. Oh yeah, let me get it. Oh my God. Remind me next time I go to the Asian market, snag me some duck fat. I swear I saw that in the refrigerated section at the Tan Fat this weekend. I know they had a lot of salted preserved duck eggs, a lot of duck products, but it just wasn't on the menu. I did get shrimp paste, and it did go overboard with it when I made my, what was it, Tom Ka? Tom Yum? It was tasting a little too sweet, too coconutty, so I just took like a big old hunk of chunk of shrimp paste, cut it in there, and it left a lingering funk. I loved it. I'm gonna be eating it for three days straight, but it was kind of, uh-oh. The man's cake is leaning. He put too much um, filling in it. It's looking like it just doesn't have the kind of constitution to hold itself upright that he was hoping for. Probably need more time in the blast chiller to help it set up a little bit more. He says it's terrible. Uh, and he's talking about how he worked really hard. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we all did. Stupid boy talking about how his cake's too warm and it's falling. 
So his answer to that is, I'll add more stuff on it. So he added blue mirror glaze on top and brittle on the sides. Oh my God, this cake is a mess. It looks bad. It looks really messy. Um, Wacky's cake is actually much more refined. She's putting the streusel around the sides. She has some uh, nicely piped, uh, kind of like those wave shapes, and then the compote in the middle. Um, it looks much more refined. Oh my god, this guy just took his hands and just, oh my god, it looks like something that my daughter would make. Shouts out to Cosmo for being able to make a cake that looks like it could be on the final round of Chopped. So with that, this has got to go to the Wacky Chef. And shame be upon this man. Shame be upon this man. Shame. So now, quick recap. What we got. Bloobs, duck fat, Cheetos, blue cake. And we have a blueberry lemon layer cake with cheese streusel garnish is what the wacky chef gave us. And Alex likes the way she transformed the Cheetos. And Sylvia loves the filling. I like the custard. I like the cream. But I agree, after a bite or two, it doesn't taste good. It's too much. Oh. Sylvia says it's too rich. She says, I call it super rich. Now we have a citrus chiffon and blueberry compote, crunchy cheese curl brittle. Now the slice of it doesn't look nearly as horrific as the the whole cake. The whole cake looks bad. It's just like melting into itself. There's not a clean line in sight. He's got white cake with like a purplish mix on the bottom and then like dotted with crunchy stuff on the side and then white on top and then um, because it was so poorly constructed they're giving him bad marks and they're saying that Alex didn't get the same kind of cake that he did because the shit just spilled all over the place um but it sounds like visually he lost and that was what Alex just said visually you lost and now they got a recap she looks very concerned I think she was hoping for better from him because that would make this an easier decision for them now the cat did just roll onto his back and he is sleeping with one arm stretched out right to God that cannot be comfortable my shoulder blade hurts just thinking about it but I'm also heavily taped up for physical therapy specifically for my shoulders and neck so I am holding my arm up now like the cat can you tell can you tell this magic that comes from my hand being outstretched while I watch Chopped. Let's get a recap. They're talking about first round. Rachel's tripe was too pronounced versus Ryan. He buried it. Okay. 
Let's go to the second round. Ryan, successful use of the shard. Oh, the cat put his hand down. That shit was cute. And they liked what he did with the figs. And they did not like that he just took the malt balls off of the cake and dropped them on. Now they're giving Rachel a hard time about hiding the shard and just dousing the figs in caramel, not highlighting them. But they're saying it was delicious. Now we're talking about the dessert round. Rachel's cake was too rich. And then they liked Ryan's slice of cake. And they liked his yogurt icing. But the actual cake itself was a bastard. It had no family. No one's coming on family day. No one's coming on Father's Day. No one's coming on Mother's Day. This shit has been abandoned. It has no future. It's going straight to jail. So who's going to win? I don't know. But <laughs> bad cake. Bad cake by Rai Rai. But as we know, it's not the one round that gets you chopped. It's how you did across all three. Who's it going to be? Rai Rai's ass is going home. Wacky Chef is surprised. And they're saying it's a photo finish. And when people go neck and neck, you have to look at the mistakes and they're talking about first cake couldn't taste the tripe third we love the yogurt but the leaning tower of pizza is what got him chopped so good for him for losing good for the woman woman for for winning and no she wasn't necessarily my favorite but shouts out to the ladies all right well Time for me to hit the old dusty trail. And by that, I mean turn off the lights and go to bed. I love you guys. Good night. This has been Chopped. Nope. This has been Chapped. This has been the Chopped Chat with your chap, Julianne Papelka. I'll be back next week where we're starting with season 44. And guess what? It's already a bad one. All right. Thank you.